0: I'm Floyd Whiting, here with my friends Steve Sisson, Aaron Linden, and Madison Danforth. Welcome to Jackalope's Explorers. This podcast actually intends to explore a multitude of topics, from local politics to investigations into UFOs and the unexplained. We want to start conversations, and we do welcome your feedback. It is the intent of this group of friends to bring you as much truth as we can. We look into legends politics, global and national climates, social changes and the evolutions of those social changes as well as some myths. I'm Floyd Whiting. I was born in Afton, Wyoming and was raised there and many other places. I'm a veteran and have a bit of a painted past because what fun is a blank canvas. I am a trained journalist and I do take pride in seeking the truth. Uh, I'm going to pass it on to Mr. Aaron Linden at the other end,
1: uh, and uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you, Floyd. So I'm Aaron Linden. I was originally born in Minnesota, moved to Wyoming 22-ish years ago. Um, done a lot, still do a lot, a lot that I wish I hadn't done. <laughs> enough, <laughs> uh, enough, yeah, <laughs> But uh, I'm just super thrilled to be here and part of Jackalope's Explore. I'm Steve Sisson. I was born in Florida. Uh, My dad was in the Air Force, so we moved around a lot when I was a kid. Uh, Moved to Sheridan when I was in grade school, and uh, I started in radio when I was in high school, so I don't have much of a story because I've been doing broadcasting since I was a teenager. (laughs) He's got one. We'll find it. (laughs) Um, Do a lot of music. Madison and I were in a band uh, for a while, and we still do a little musical projects on the side. Other than broadcasting, that's what I do.
2: Yeah, my name is Madison Danforth. I'm from Sheridan, Wyoming. I am a second-year college student. I'll be graduating in May, thank goodness. <laughs> and I will be transferring to CU Denver in August, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I'm a music major. I love anything that has to do with music. I love movies. I'm a total mar- Marvel nerd. <laughs> um, yeah, that's really it. Now,
0: <laughs> uh, this team was put together by Sisson and myself uh, because of the hey, what each individual can bring to it. Um, as we go through this podcast, uh, we will be talking uh, about not just legends um, and myths, but also politics and the decisions that are being made in our world today. And we'll explore the philosophies of those decisions and and really look into why things are the way they are. And, And that's kind of what we really wanted to do with this show is have a group of individuals who can have a conversation but are different enough that we can explore the various sides of that conversation. Uh, and and I'm very happy with the team that we've been able to put together. And, uh, you know, we've been doing this for a little while. We did it uh, on the radio uh, over the air for quite some time, Uh, and we've decided to go ahead and take it into a podcast format. Um, And so I want to thank you for joining us, following us over, if you have. And uh, if you're new here, uh, well, hang on, because there's a lot of things that we're going to talk about. (laughs) Now, the one thing that I would like to talk about today uh, uh, before we get started on our subject of cryptids is what we would like to bring to the show. And and really, my contribution to this program will be somewhat as uh, the pivot point, the individual who kind of guides the show along. And uh, uh, takes the heat if any comes down, I guess. When? When he comes down.
2: Better you than me. Uh,
0: but uh, uh, I'm going to pass it on to Aaron. And, and Why do you really want to be here? I mean, what, what would you like to see us do with this podcast?
1: I, as Floyd said, we've done this over the airwaves <clears throat> for quite a while. Sorry, I you know that that blows out the <laughs> microphones. The oh, microphone. producer sure loves that. Yeah, he does. But... <laughs> um, We've done it over the airwaves for quite a while, and we covered a myriad of topics from politics to UFOs to Chinese spy balloons to whatever. And I really enjoy it because Floyd and I are kind of not necessarily on opposite ends of the spectrum. But even with that, it seems like in this day and age, everybody is so polarized. And we can actually have a conversation and and come to the middle a lot of times with one another and have really good conversations as well. I know a lot of crazy things. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you're one of my conspiracy (laughs) I love conspiracies. I have my tinfoil hat at home. I love conspiracies If for nothing else, it's a great story. And I love good stories, but some of them come from places and I like to go down the jackalope hole <laughs> and uh, really research a lot of these as well as I sat on local city council and have a political science degree, uh, four-year degree, bachelor of science. So I follow politics really closely as well. So I don't know. I think I can talk on a myriad of topics mm-hmm. and bring at least a little something to the table, if not anything, then just humor. Hopefully. You know, Aaron, I've always appreciated the fact that every time that you and I talk, I usually end
0: up learning something, whether that something be, you know, a little detail about local politics that I didn't know, or the newest conspiracy theory or the newest <laughs> UFO. Videos. I know you're really great about keeping us up to date on that stuff, and and now with the show, it is absolutely relevant. Mm-hmm. You know that we we look at these things, we explore them, and we try to decide
1: are these real, right? You know, because uh, some of them obviously are not. <laughs> but when the U.S. government finally comes out the and holds congressional hearings, <laughs> <laughs> hold that one. Yeah,
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, and that's it for today's episode. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Siston, what do you got? Pardon? Well, I'm here because I hear you two talking in the hall, <laughs> and I think you need someone to bring you back down. To- <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm fair. Uh, you know, I, I like a lot of those subjects. Um, I'm I, I spend a lot of time on Facebook debunking people, so that's I'm kind of like the, the facts guy. Uh, so yeah, I I do think that you guys sometimes go out in directions that I'm kind of like what? Yeah, but no. but at the same time, like you said. There's more like official admitting of stuff that was it was bunk five years ago, right? And now it's truth, right? So I think we're going to see more of that too. Go from Roswell weather balloon to Chinese spy balloon, <laughs> right? And a bunch of other stuff. And the cover story is still it's a balloon, right? Until right? yeah. so one day we learn it's actually the Anunnaki. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> right. Canada's new Bureau. We'll get in. <laughs> <laughs> I just love these kind of conversations, so I'm happy to be a part of it, Madison.
2: Yeah, so I came into this because... We asked you to. Yeah, (laughs) and I was super interested in it. Um, Obviously, I'm a lot younger than them. Um,
1: (gasps) Obviously. I don't know how obvious that is, but Uh, she had to throw that first. It (laughs) It didn't take long, (laughs) 10 Um,
2: So that's fun to have a different perspective, I think. um, Sometimes people get so caught up with what they know and what their generation knows that they don't see what other people see or take the time
1: well I remember that we were having a conversation on the way back from Sturgis mm-hmm. and you were like we should have a radio show about this yeah. and then when Floyd and I started thinking man we needed like a different you know younger generation feel more perspective on the radio show you came immediately to mind so
0: and and I really appreciate that I really value uh the fact that I can look at you and say well what do you think and and you've always kind of had something you know
1: snide to add <laughs> which which adds that youth charm to everything about it yeah you know?
2: what maybe sarcastic
1: <laughs> that comes from your family i think just a little bit yeah
2: oh yeah that's i think that's kind of my role is to see the different perspective and yes to add some fun and some light mm-hmm.
0: we've had generational conversations uh in the past and uh, as as sisson said and and it's always difficult to try and speak from gen z or a millennial's perspective when you're not one so uh you know you the challenges that your generation has to face are are no less hard or 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 you know difficult in many ways that we can't even really fathom uh, as a gen x or myself we're raised to be a little not indifferent but we don't have a beef in the fight mm. yeah Uh, you know the uh, boomers uh, experienced a different world as to what it is today and so I think that's the friction between the two generations and why Gen X has actually been so quiet because what the boomers saw as as just never being able to happen you know was normal in our world as we grew up and so we raised you guys to be uh, you know even more accepting of certain things that uh, other individuals just seems uh, almost unworldly and so having your your perspective on things is very important to us so uh, I appreciate that now uh looking at uh, what we're going to talk about today is cryptids now now merriam-webster defines a cryptid as an animal that has been claimed to exist but never proven to exist
1: like the jackalope like the jackalope so tell us a little bit like you know you came up with the idea for the jackalopes explorer yes and there were two reasons as to why number one the
0: jackalope is is very Wyoming-specific. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people, I know some other states might want to lay claim, but uh, believe right. it or not, the the jackalope, uh, a mythical animal here in North American folklore, is a, a jackrabbit with antelope's horns. Uh, the word jackalope is a a portmanteau or a, com- a combining of two words, jackalope and antelope, or excuse me, jackrabbit and antelope. Many jackalope taxidermist mounts, uh, including the original, are actually made with deer antlers. And so I always kind of
1: looked at it as there's two species. Right. Or a oh, subspecies of yeah. jackalope, right? And that's, the, you know, that's one of those weird things where it's like jackalope because deer doesn't sound. Just doesn't sound, yeah. Lots doesn't have to, to save a brain. Well, right. well, a jackrabbit is actually a hare and an antelope is actually a pronghorn. So it should be like hair horn. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> that does that Which is what pronghorns horns are made out of his hair no. so maybe yeah he's honest you know for those individuals who actually travel
0: uh, south along the freeway you'll notice a very large silhouette of a jackalope somewhere around douglas and that the reason being is because in the 1930s douglas Herrick and his brother uh were hunters with some really good taxidermy skills and they're the ones who popularized the american jackalope by grafting deer antlers onto a jackrabbit carcass, and then they sold that to uh, a local hotel in Douglas, Wyoming. And, and it, we've all seen the postcards and the photos and the pictures, so it's very Wyoming specific, but it's also something, um, it's a cryptid. It's something that, uh, you, you know, you get outside of the state, I've heard people say, well, jackrabbits are real, have you ever seen one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, Yeah, there are individuals out there who believe that this is a real animal. Which is fine, because I've seen a deer from Africa that has fangs. And, and so I could totally believe you know, right. a, a rabbit with some <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's just what they need. They need fangs.
2: We already have, we have too many of them. Yeah, Imagine right. Running around, fangs.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. But that—that that is why I chose,
0: I chose the jackalope to represent uh, the show. Because, I mean, it's, and you know, a hare explores. It Looks around, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. so uh, yeah. I like to think that that's uh, our jackalope is exploring every opportunity,
1: and we take it down the jackalope, <laughs> oh, all of on a lot of. We're that's just right. getting started. A little more to your story though. So, the background to that was the brothers went out hunting one day, and one of them got a deer, and one of them got a hare, and they brought it back to their shop, and they had the deer lay in there, and they threw the rabbit on the table. And they went to get cleaned up. When they came back, they were surprised to see that the deer, or the rabbit rather, slid off the table and landed on the deer's head, giving it horns. And they both looked at each other and said, we have got to mount <laughs> There's the
0: money maker.
1: And <laughs> that, the money. <laughs> and the first one, like you said, hung in the hotel in Douglas until 1977 when someone stole it. Um, wow, really? The yeah. original is missing, huh? original is out there somewhere. Without exploring. Yep, possibly. So, is the jackalope an actual, like, real creature? Maybe, maybe not. But here's the great part, I love the folklore of this thing. So, there's a ton of folklore surrounding the jackalope, and it says that they're also able to carry a tune, and that they like to sit around campfires and mimic songs back in the darkness. I know, it's kind of cool. That's a good Wyoming thing. I like that. Right. And one Wyoming expert said that uh, it's kind of like the mermaid of the (laughs) plane. luring you in with its siren song. Another expert suggested that if you were to go and hunt jackalope, you should wear stovepipes on your legs because you will get clawed. Mm. You will get gored with rabbit antlers. The jackalope does have one weakness. As do I. Whiskey. <laughs> oh, yeah. So anyone hoping to catch a jackalope should leave the spirits out for them to find, or me to find. Um, they love whiskey, and once intoxicated, they become easier to catch. They can understand human speech and mimic, mimic it back. So they also, this is a little weird, and I don't know how that would work, but their milk is highly medicinal- and has aphrodisiac. It's all the whiskey. Yeah. It's all the whiskey. Uh-huh. Does it. That's right. It is. It's all the whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> well, it could be. As well, jackalopes can only mate during thunderstorms. The, huh. the town of Douglas actually had so many people showing up, asking about jackalopes, and if there were hunting licenses and everything, that the county started issuing hunting licenses. No. Mm. Yes. However... The hunting license, um, actually, when it's issued, there's a little caveat to it. Once you obtain the license, it's only good for two hours on June 31st. A day that doesn't exist. (laughs) And applicants must have an IQ... Between 50 and <laughs> 72.
2: <laughs> I can definitely well, get one. I, I definitely can <laughs> like get one.
1: I'm applying for my Hello,
2: with, uh, <laughs> license this year. Uh, in fact, then June 31st just went right over my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's a
1: good day. You can go get a license. God, yeah, um, the middle of summer, thunderstorm season, they might be all mating. Oh, wow. So the thing is, it, are they real? We will go, no, they're not. Well, yeah, but but there's paintings dating back to the 1600s of jackalopes so I, I would like to see one where did they really come from well there is an actual condition called cottontail rabbit pamboloma that's right yeah that causes basically um, carcinomas resembling horns really? to grow out of their ears so people have seen these and back in I think it was 1829 on the banks of a river over in western Wyoming a fur trapper sketched one out because he had seen one. So maybe that's fascinating. it's a real thing. Uh, that's interesting
0: because automatically, you know, I, I thought you were joking around trying to kind of right. disappoint But to learn that there was a virus that actually does cause this mm-hmm. to take place, uh, I would like to research that virus a little bit more because it makes me wonder, is that transmissible to their young, mm-hmm. uh, how would that I don't be transmitted? Trans- and and could there actually be, you know, little herds or homes of jackalopes somewhere, yeah. right? Like, yeah. like people just yeah. don't know about it, you know. And that just,
1: or is that what people saw? Mine, they went to. Okay, to yeah,
0: I'm gonna make one. I'm gonna make one. Sure, uh, it, but it's just mind blowing to think that you know, this
1: this cryptid uh, it actually has some basis in, in reality. But that's the thing is most of it, whether it's a conspiracy theory, whether it's a cryptid, whatever, there's always some basis in reality. And that's what gets me hooked on it mm-hmm. is, where did this come from? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so. That's a, well, that's how most you know myths and legends mm-hmm. really began. Uh, now, the whiskey thing, I think that was just some guy going, Hey, leave your whiskey out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting around the campfire, like, you know, in favor, leave out your whisk. <laughs> By morning, I bet it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold,
0: it was. That's- so, uh, you know, it, here's a, a question for you. If you were to say you had a favorite cryptid, a favorite mythological beast or, or legend, what would you say yours was? Because I would have to say, uh you know the jackalope actually does a whole like a spot near and dear to my heart um it's local i grew up with it you know uh my dad often went to a taxidermist he was very loyal to his his taxidermist and we'd go in there and this guy had jackalopes everywhere, Mm everywhere and so as a little kid you know when you're five years old wandering around a taxidermy and you see these things it's as real as anything else, right? You know, it's out there somewhere on the plane. Otherwise, it would be mine. Yeah. <laughs> Until you finally kind of learn that, okay? Yeah. Now yeah, this, he made these,
1: but uh, it, it. But he just made those point. ones. There could actually still be. I mean, these are fabricated ones, but there could actually still be real ones. That alone doesn't rule it out. There if, is a if movie. that virus is there. Yeah. yeah. There is a movie called Big Fur. You, if you haven't seen it, you, you really should see it. It's about a taxidermist that only does taxidermy of cryptids. So he does a Bigfoot, Mm. and it is amazing. (laughs) But you see that thing, and you look at it, and he's had many people go, yeah, that's what I saw. Mm -hmm. So it comes from somewhere, and just because it was a fabrication doesn't mean that they're not out there somewhere. Do you have a favorite cryptid? Ooh, I would would have to go with either Bigfoot, like Bigfoot, Mm. or... Loch Ness monster, maybe. maybe. Yeah, it's kind of a toss up. Yeah. Maybe an alicorn. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't. <laughs> what about you, Steve? I, I was going to say probably Bigfoot or Loch Ness, just because those have the biggest legends around. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's more to read about them than most others, by quite a lot, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, probably one of those two. Madison, what a mermaid be? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I had, absolutely.
2: As a kid in your mom's preschool class, I wrote when I grew up, I wanted to be a mermaid. But I can't swim, so that didn't end up really well. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. But, uh.
0: Seems like a pretty tough prerequisite.
2: <laughs> I'm sad. But I still can't swim, so that's not gonna work out. Oh, it's a career. Man, but, uh, yeah, mermaids. Mermaid. mine. Yeah. I just think, like, as a little kid growing up, watching all, like, the Barbie mermaid mm-hmm. movies and being them for Halloween and dress it like, yeah, i mermaid. Do that. That's kind
1: of glamorous, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, You know, these
0: explorers would go to these lands and they would find things like norwals or, you know, like that deer with fangs and they would bring back skeletal evidence of this, you know, strange world that contains all these strange animals. And so much myth came out of that, you know, so much evolved from just explorers bringing back just parts of an animal. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And I don't know if you guys have ever attended like a, well, gone to a Ripley's, believe it or not. But oh, yeah. um I went to one where they actually have that
1: mermaid. Oh yeah, the they Fiji mermaid. Fiji. All right. uh, See, this is why I'm here. I know okay. back- yeah, that. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I've, I've
0: actually gotten to lay eyes on that thing. And if someone, you know, if I didn't know that mermaids weren't real, if someone was standing there and said, I've traveled the world, son, and this is what I found. I would have believed it absolutely outright. They did such a good job on that thing, mm-hmm. you know. Even as as a kid, I was a teenager when I saw it. I had to stand there for a moment and and kind of run it through my head. Now these things don't really, exist, <laughs> but it looks so authentic, so real because essentially it is, isn't it? It's two it's two different animals that they kind of grafted to be one, same as the jackalope. Um, so that's that's really how myth is born and and sightings you know uh, you guys touched on bigfoot is
1: bigfoot real that's still up in the air mm-hmm. how many years later it is amazing with all the technology of you know everyone has a camera with them all the time now mm-hmm. right and you know it the evidence is still kind of the same as it has been forever they're really good at hiding. Yeah, that's the thing, and, that, and that's just that—that's why they couldn't find them to begin. With. Maybe they're interdimensional beings. Every they might mm-hmm. be everywhere on the planet has stories of skunk apes, Bigfoots, Yetis, mm-hmm. whatever. When it's that global before the internet and everything, it makes it, it gives it a little more credence, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's easy to sit back and go, "Ah, pish posh, that kind of stuff doesn't exist." But they find stuff in the Amazon all the time. Or in places way under the ocean, in hot vent tubes from volcanoes, where there should not be life, and it's teeming with life. So I don't really know that we know what we think we know. Right. I'm sure we don't. Right. Yeah. I mean, especially like in forests and areas that are, you know, not really well explored. Mm-hmm. Uh, there could be all kinds of stuff there that we just don't know about.
2: Oh, like you know, the ocean alone.
1: Yeah. We don't care about that. Mars that we know yeah, about in our own ocean. Yeah. That's true, yeah. And, you know, not very long ago, on one of
0: those uh, large uh, vents, they found a species of crab that they named after David
1: Hasselhoff. (laughs) Oh, that's right. And the
0: reason why they named it, because this crab has got this huge accumulation of small hairs on its chest in front. (laughs) And that it catches bacteria in. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, and then it sits there and picks <laughs> this bac- this bacteria out and, and eats these mats. Uh, so the hair is absolutely vital for survival, but uh, there were some students on the expedition and- when you discover a new animal, you're allowed to name it. And so they named
1: <laughs> this thing after David Hasselhoff, which I thought was just... I thought... Absolutely. I true. thought maybe it was like laying by the, bend the <laughs> right. Yeah,
2: That's like knowing you've made it, if you... And species is named after that's, you. Right.
1: Yeah, that's to be an honor. You've made it. Top of the heap, like, mom. Top of the heap. Out of all the hairy chested sex symbols from the 80s, <laughs> David Hasselhoff. 100%. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. And you know, I think with today's
0: technology... And, and you know with the the vast amount of exploration that's actually already occurred and, and occurs all the time it's great to know that there is some mystery
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: that yeah. there is some things in this world that maybe we'll never actually know the truth about all right. you know maybe we'll never find a bigfoot in a way would you be disappointed if we did No it would
1: be another told you so <laughs> <laughs> You don't need any more of those. You've got enough of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just notching the belt. Yeah, I told you so. Who blew up the Northern Stream Pipeline? We did. Yeah, Called it. Yeah, but but it's funny because Wyoming, in, in researching and just knowing stuff, there's not a lot of cryptids here. You yeah. got Bigfoot. You got the Jackalope. Mm-hmm. And there's really not a whole lot else. There's a lot of ghosts. A lot of ghost stories. Yeah, a lot of haunted places. Yep. yep. UFO sightings, whatever. But... I was fascinated to find out that just down the road about 15 miles Lake Desmit has a sea monster in it supposedly they've nicknamed him Smitty yeah of course I for Lake Desmit and the sightings on this thing go back to the 1800s when it wasn't even really as big as it is now and since it's gotten bigger flooded and filled in it's basically just a big reservoir um and it went from i think 120 feet deep to now there's portions of it that are i don't even know four or five hundred feet deep but this creature 30 to 40 feet long has been sighted from pioneers to today people will claim to see something out there and i was like really do you have a description of this thing everybody kind of says it just looks like a long snake like creature Long snake, go Madison. Yeah, no, no, she's folding. She's folding. Yeah. No, it's just a giant rattlesnake. Don't, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> don't swim. That can survive the freezing cold and all that. Right, right. Yeah, so it's pretty hardy. But it's hardy. Yeah. It's a hardy rattlesnake. Phew. No, I don't, it's just a long snake like creature, very similar to the Loch Ness monster, is what they're claiming. Yeah. Uh, well, you know,
0: a lot of the evidence that people thought that we had for some of these cryptids. Uh, you know, they still show the photo mm-hmm. of the Loch Ness monster, the old black and white. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. An very hard to stick mm-hmm. sure, like, the individuals like who sketch. made that. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would believe that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but the individual who who made that photos come forward and said it's fake. Mm-hmm. The individuals who made the very famous photo of the black Bigfoot standing up, kind of doing the turn yes. to the camera. Yeah. They've come Patterson film. And and they've admitted that's fake. And you know, it's really difficult when these individuals have said, look, we faked that. But then through the years watching experts analyze this film, mm-hmm. they're like, This could not have been a man. Yeah. And look, look at the, way way the may- muscle structure moves in the way Yeah, so and and I don't want, you know, to really upset anyone over those, you know those examinations. But the fact of the matter is, you know, they have come forward and said yeah we we goofed everybody
1: or were they told to say that well, well and you're the one that brings <laughs> us back to reality yeah. wow that was pretty good I, I also like tie
0: a just looks to stick. the shoulders right now and, and let <laughs> well, us float the clowns. but I mean I, I think that's why it's so difficult for me sometimes uh I follow you know a, a, a lot of different pages that show UFO sightings from around the world and I want to believe Okay. It's just like with ghosts. I want to believe, but I have not been given enough evidence to be able to say, yes, this is a thing. Yes, there's life after death. You can't prove that. No one can prove that. And you can't disprove it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's the great part of it. Right. And again, it brings us back to the idea that maybe there are just some things in this world that are better left a mystery, that are better left, you know, undiscovered. I think to an extent, I would be heartbroken if somebody rolled up with a Bigfoot in the old bobcat. <laughs> you know, and they're like, look what I took down. I would be a little heartbroken. Because it's like, yes, they're real. Okay, great. We get to walk around and say, Told you so, but at the same time, we have robbed ourselves of, of a mystery.
1: Yeah, and it's almost more interesting that there is no proof of it. Yeah, what, once
0: they're there, it's just another animal. Uh, yeah, we got to study it, and, and you know, yeah. zoologists are going to do what they do. Okay,
1: we we got a dead one, and then it goes on the endangered yeah, and they, species. <laughs> yeah, because wow. there are many of them. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, they yeah. just go out whacking Bigfoots. I'm, I'm, I don't want to
0: judge those those biologists in any way because I would want to do the exact same thing we have to figure out what this thing is and how it ticks. Right. You know, because with all the science that's available now and the theories that are out there, what if this thing is a transdimensional being and it doesn't even know that it is? It's right. just wandering through the forest having a good day and it's taking back stories of these pale little hairless monkeys back to its <laughs> friends. Yeah, Lasselhoff's well, some some t- te- t- insults- t- got a little more hair than t- Sam. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <shores> But, you know, they're they're not believing his story either, you know, right. Right? where they're like, you are crazy, man. Yeah. You know, who's ever seen one of those things? <laughs> Carrying right? sticks yeah. around the forest. <laughs> <laughs> we have no
1: evidence of that. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no photographs. So, I think, I, think, uh, I think the world deserves some mystery. And, and even though I think if I had the opportunity to take one down, I don't think I would. And, you know, I can't say that outright, but- because I've never been given that opportunity.
1: Mm. See, but, I think if I ever saw one, I would expect like somebody to pull their mask off, and it's like old man Jenkins, yeah. <laughs> you know. And then it's just not really real. But do you think that there actually is a bigfoot out there? I do. Or do you think it's? I just, really do. Yeah. You know, There's people that have claimed to found bigfoot scat, mm-hmm. they have sent it in to independent labs, and it's come back as inconclusive.
0: Mm. Which is they don't so always so
1: frustrating. Yeah. yeah. Or they do, and they don't want to say. Yeah, I believe that they're out there because I mean, there's too many people in too many places with too many sightings for it to not be something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's is it a holdover type of gorilla? Who knows? Is it some sort of bear that's evolved into walking upright for when when you see it at who knows what? Or is it 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 a makefoot? Or is it just that people in dark forest situations tend to kind of see shapes and think that that's must be some kind of creature, and our brains are all kind of the same, so we all kind of imagine it similar. Maybe
0: now your your brain is actually designed to create shapes, right? Where there aren't yep In the uh, clouds. yes, to find those uh, images here and there, you know, and and survival technique. Well, the reason why the brain did it doesn't matter, but it's
1: once they saw the faces, lived. Yeah, who didn't see the face there? <laughs> didn't live. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it. Right, but now. yeah. And so through evolution, the ones that saw the face survived and had offspring.
0: When I was a little kid, I used to sit in front of our 1980s fancy wood paneling and find faces up and down that wood mm-hmm. panel. Oh, absolutely, all the time, because my brain is trained to find the face, find the shape that you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think you know, we've all been out in the forest in the middle of the night. We've all had to grab the toilet paper and the, had <laughs> yeah. to buy it. I,
2: yeah. I can't say that I have.
0: <laughs> you will. Well, this. But <laughs> <Right? Yeah. laughs> it's it's the idea that when you're out there, you know, uh, the fear starts building up in your head, and even like brave individuals, you know, and they could be as brave as they want. The bravery is not the absence of fear, my friends. Bravery is. The presence of fear and being able to overcome that fear to go out with your shovel and toilet paper, get the job done. (laughs) But you begin to do this to yourself. And it's the same situation when it comes to haunted houses, a A click in the night, something happens uh, that's unusual or there's a sound that you don't recognize you begin to build this image up in your head of right. what this thing Something is. is. No.
1: Who, yeah, who is this? you running through all the possibilities in your mind. And I'm not poo-pooing
0: people who believe in ghosts. I'm just saying that I don't. I haven't seen evidence. I haven't had you know, uh, an interaction or an occurrence uh, that that made me think, oh, that's that's a ghost. I have had odd things happen to. Me. Shadow man. Yes. Shadow man. Now-, now the shadow man I have experienced, especially in my youth. When I was a little boy, shadow man was in the corner every night. Every oh, man, night. And I'd have moved. But again, <laughs> right. but again, you know, even even as a child looking at that,
1: I never felt fear. I and mean, he wasn't the shadow man, the hat man. It, no, this. But, you know, they could be like humans or as good and evil humans. True. Well, that's true. Yeah. You mm-hmm. had a nice one. Good shadow person, bad shadow
0: Yeah, person. maybe, you know, and I brought this up in a, a, we used to call them the smoker circles in the army, we standing around and I brought up my shadow man and one thing, you know, I had a fellow soldier who got pretty upset when I said, it never really caused me too much concern until that shadow man squatted and- That wasn't something that my father did. It wasn't a way that anyone that I knew sat. And so to my memory, that is the first time I remember watching anybody just kind of squat in a corner and continue to watch. And when I said that, that fellow soldier was really bugged out. She was kind of over the conversation at that point. And it turns out, same thing had happened. Uh, She had a shadow man that would squat in a corner and watch it. Uh, when she was a little girl and so who knows what that was i can't say it was a ghost i mean maybe i suppose but but that gets into that
1: debate then over cryptids or ghosts or shadow people or ufos uh, trans-dimensional beings trans beings i mean mm-hmm. if if you saw it and you know it's something how can you rule out anything mm. that's a good that's point. always where i that's sit good. yes yeah. is if it's funny, I have conversations with my brother sometimes, and he's like, ah, I don't really believe in, you know, the afterlife or whatever, but he believes he will believe in aliens. And I'm like, well, how can you say, okay, yeah, that, but not this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of a, you got to take it all. If you're That's typically take... the case, yeah. Typically, if you believe in one, you, you believe most of them, if not all of them. Right. But yeah, there are a few people like that. I know one who, no conspiracy theory ever has tickled his fancy, except for Bigfoot. Right. And He totally believes Bigfoot is real. But that's the, if if we sit here and have this like huge debate and I'm like, no, aliens are real, and you're like, Okay, yes, they are, but Bigfoot's fake. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah where, where where are you drawing that line and why <laughs> where do you well, draw? I, that line? I
0: think I think you can't. I think you can pick and choose that. You know, a lot of individuals that I know have had spiritual encounters. Okay. A lot of people will tell this story. Um, but I have it. Now, I've seen things in the sky. I've seen occurrences happen up there that we're not human. There's no possible way what I saw was man-made. Just no possible way. I haven't seen something like that on the spiritual side. Mm. And, and so I but see, are some people just more attuned to it, maybe? Maybe.
1: maybe at, you know, just different wavelengths, ethereal
0: yes. wavelengths. I would, I would say that because we all know an empath. Mm-hmm. You know, an individual who can, who in your life just seems to know what mood everybody's in. Are they reading auras? Not in the way that you think, but when they walk into a room, they can pick up those vibes. And if you don't think that we as human beings don't send out those vibes, Get with me on a day when I'm really frustrated. <laughs> my family tells me that I ruin a whole household. <laughs> you, know, you don't have that energy, so
1: I, I yeah. really try not to. <laughs> In the door, and it's just pitch black. absolutely <laughs> you're like, okay,
2: I'll come back. I, the raging RBF. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: I do my best not to not to you know project that, but but I I'm a little antenna when it comes to frustration. I can't I can't conceal it. Now you don't need to be an empath to pick that up, but there are individuals who I agree, like what you're saying, are maybe higher tuned to pick that stuff up. Mm -hmm. If they are, what I believe actually may be occurring is it's not a ghost as in like the soul that people would say I am. Instead it's an energy that was left behind from an event or an occurrence. You know, and maybe that's why they're these these older generation, you know, uh, there's a big joke going around online that you never see a ghost wearing like 20th century clothes. They're always Victorian or something like that. Well. I wanna see like some surfer dude show up. Exactly, uh, uh, uh. and why don't you, right? Like yeah. if people are, people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he's just holding back
0: we <laughs> the has a lot. Uh, but, but, you know, there's still horrendous events that take place even today. There's still people dying every day. So why don't we see ghosts from there?
1: Yeah. Well, there has to be some special circumstances because people die all the time. And there's not that many ghosts out there. Yeah. So, so there's a certain steeping process. Like, well, you can't really hunt that spot until <laughs> this far because that energy is still so fresh, maybe.
0: And so the only thing we can do is sit here and theorize. Right, yeah. yeah. There's no
1: evidence. Anything supernatural is almost impossible to provide any concrete evidence that a, a scientific person is going to believe. Or measure in any yeah. way. Yeah, because you can't quantify that. No,
0: no. And, and you know, although I have really enjoyed a lot of the ghost hunting movies or shows, <laughs> TV right. shows, it's, it's really difficult for me to get behind most of them because I'm like... You know, they whip out a device, and this device is going to do this thing. And I'm like, who made that device? Mm. You know, uh, who? who if, by what standard is this thing going to measure anything by? An well, ovulous.
1: <laughs> Trust me, I've looked them up. I kind of want one, and I was on <laughs> his Christmas you list. I one that I can't use it near someone. The better Aaron, she's like, Doc, don't turn that thing on around me. Well, see, <laughs> and and I have friends who absolutely
0: will not be in the same house as a Ouija board. A Ouija board is a child's game. It means nothing. This I've seen the movie. That in the child's game to me. (laughs) These things. It's the power that you give that object. The power Mm -hmm. people give this. These places. These objects. The power is supplied by the living to this object. A holy relic is only holy in the eyes of a believer. To everybody else, it's nothing. Mm -hmm. And so I think. You know, in a way, all of these things are nothing more than a mirror. And and if that that mirror is projecting back the fear that you're putting onto it, that's on you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people give ghosts the energy, too. The fact that we tell the ghost stories and that keeps on alive. The jackalope's kind of the same way. It, it has that energy and yeah. that life because people put that into it. We've given it the life that, it, that we give it, Brett. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting because... There's jackalopes again all over the world. In Bavaria, there's a jackalope with wings, and it is called the Whoopal 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 Tinger?
0: I almost I like, like that name better.
2: <laughs> Sounds like something you get like as a disease. <laughs> <laughs> I got I I <laughs>
1: yeah, <have> a Whoopal <laughs> <Wuppeltanger. Can't get laughs> Went to Bavaria, picked up some Whoopal tiger <laughs> <laughs> So. Yeah, but, I mean, so those stories, though, maybe that story came from somebody that imported one at some point. It it, it was because of the virus. Yeah, and and the fact that there's a... (laughs) Which virus? Uh, The fact that there's um, similar stories around the world, that alone also, I mean, it kind of makes it sound like it's it's more plausible these creatures exist. But those stories are all told by humans, Mm -hmm. and humans are similar all around the world, so that also could be why
0: well and you take like uh dragons mm-hmm. yeah and these are multiple societies who came up with this myth- mythological beast that never met separated by not just sometimes eons but oceans mm-hmm. and yet they conceived this uh, reptilian flying fire breathing monster because mm-hmm. what's scarier yeah i mean really yeah so i
1: that's like the ultimate monster when right. we think
0: about that yeah, and and i like you said we're all very similar you know boil it all down and we're all the same animal and so being able to use our imaginations we're going to come up with some
1: things that cross paths every now and then. is that just some like medieval mom like eat your porridge or i'm about to, to up, drag- no. yeah oh, hey. yeah <laughs> There's that book, Maybe. No Won from the Mustard Mill. Right. That's, yeah. yeah. your chores or the yeah. grain comes out. Yeah. Sorry. Can't help it. And now, so like it,
0: Madison, what do you have to add to all this uh, cryptid talk?
2: It's very interesting to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> because like as someone who doesn't, I don't 100% believe in all of it. Mm-hmm. and so it's just it's interesting to hear all your stories and your takes on it i guess because then i can just listen
1: i think she's more yeah. scared to be in the <laughs> <laughs> the more you talk that's usually the case yeah. so so when you're
0: and and i'm not saying this to to down anybody what i'm saying is when you are camping with friends have you gone on like a friend's camping trip or anything like that. she never had to take the toilet paper
2: i'm never i'm not much of a camper really mm-hmm. so you
0: don't okay well like staying over at a, at a friend's house or like a, a a group of girls sitting around yeah. i mean do you guys still tell like the old uh you know hook hand story <laughs> or things like that like ghost stories
2: we usually just watch tiktoks or watch um like a tv show or talk about like people we went to high school with and like what's going on and Mostly just taught. Warren. Yeah. Well, persa-
1: now, now think about this. Are you watching TikToks about ghosts or?
2: Give us something. Anything. No. Or mostly like we'll probably just goof around for like the whole night and go to bed. Like it's not, it's nothing super exciting, and that's kind of how it's always been.
0: Do you feel that with the advances in in social media and social communication via telecommunication, that something has been lost in, in that sitting around together is like a group of friends being able to have these conversations, tell these stories, pass these myths and these legends on these stories that were so huge back in the day.
2: I mean, I think it's a generational thing Yeah, because like for us, these like ghost stories in Bigfoot, like we don't really care. Like it's not a huge thing for us. We We didn't grow up with that mindset and so i don't i don't think it's been lost i just think things have changed
0: yeah so, yeah like, there's a housing crisis floyd yeah so <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <What is this? laughs> <laughs>
0: you
1: know too much <laughs> madison that's much change <laughs> and, that could be it i mean it's become more of legend mm-hmm. than like an actual real possibility
2: the movies and you see like all the weird tv shows and you're like okay whatever like yeah but it's not a part of how i think my generation grew up
1: you've grown up with movies that had realistic cgi and we yeah. were watching people with the background projections that totally looked fake yeah, so they had to just gotta kind of pretend that it was real but i don't think, like, still stands. that that's true that one does
2: but i don't think the connection is lost because like that's just another way to connect because like my best friend hannah and i she's in london right now studying abroad and so she's far away and we send each other tiktoks or funny videos and that's how we can connect. That's how we can show each other things or FaceTime or do, like she FaceTimed me and she was at, uh in front of the, oh my gosh,
1: the- Big uh, Ben, Parliament.
2: Um, something in <laughs> England. Oh, something in England. And the Queen. The, the, the Queen, whatever the house is called. Buckingham. Oh, there it is. Oh my goodness. Yes, FaceTime me. Yeah, FaceTime me in front oh, of that goodness. and like there, there's connections that are still made even though they might look Different, mm-hmm. I think, but I don't think it's been lost.
1: So what I'm picking up is, it Bigfoot strolls downtown, we're going to be there. Imagine it's going to be like meh,
2: <laughs> pretty nice.
0: <laughs> but see, it's it's interesting how uh, you know we'll be able to sit back and watch these stories evolve. Because one thing that I will say, your generation is very involved with like UFO conspiracies and the UFO movement. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think. Your generation has been exposed to that kind of stuff, so much more than ours. You know, before social media or the internet, to see a video of a UFO was was rare. You had to seek out a documentary. You had to seek this thing out and dig through a bunch of garbage to find that one gem that could be, you know. And now, with the ability, like Steve said before, there's so many individuals out there in this world. I mean, what, 7 point something billion human beings now and how many of those people have a camera in their pocket ready to go at the right. drop of a hat? And I again, you know, we've touched on this before, Aaron, and I think that's why the US government has actually stepped forward and said, yes, they're real. No, we don't know what they are because there are so many so- cell phones out there. Mm-hmm. So much evidence is
1: going to be compiled. You cannot... Keep it covered. You will literally look like a liar to deny this, mm-hmm. right? Because you won't just get the one blurry photo. Right, You get eighteen different angles of it. And, right, exactly. They, a lot of people there all saw it, and it used to be, if you talked about it, he's the crazy <laughs> guy. <right? laughs> well, and, you know, and they, they would immediately go. yeah dismiss you. Mm-hmm. And now it's it. This generation, you can pretty much talk about anything. Yeah. Well, unless it's really. Not talked about and roar, right. but like, yeah, but um, there's just a lot more openness to going,
2: okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I- that's the thing that's just like meh, right? That's mm-hmm. oh, kind
1: of the yeah. theme song of TikTok generation. wait, but I mean, in a way, and it meh isn't a bad thing, it's just meh, okay, mm-hmm. hey, we got a Bigfoot, <laughs> okay. seen
0: it, right? Done it, yeah, yeah. yeah. check. Yeah, but you know, I, I really do feel that with all of these cameras out there and, and individuals who want to become, you know, TikTok famous, um, trying to use like their camera to pick up something like a cryptid that's out there, you know, I would love to see Mothman. I would love to see Nessie pop up through the water. I would love to see any of these things on film uh digital or or classic you know all the way from a millimeter i'm all right but show me the object there's there's too many cameras in in europe there's too much CCTV to tell me that you're not seeing something
1: right right yeah those things get more they're more plausible now because you can't if, if there is just one blurry video that you almost immediately rule it out because There should be more than that now. Right. And just that probably means, well, that one was probably faked or they got some weird thing that was going on in their camera. But if it happens, then more than one person's going to see it. More than one camera's going to catch it. One thing that always disappoints me is
0: when they're looking for a bad guy. You know, this individual did this and we've got him on camera and they show you a still from that camera shot. And it's... What the heck is going on,
1: guys? Dude had hoodie sunglasses backpack yeah nothing like okay that's probably 20 percent of the people that were out there that day i'd say right right. see now this pushes back on the other conspiracy
0: theorists who want to say that you're being watched all the time if that was true crime should be at a big zero if i'm being watched all the time they should be able to identify someone who has broken the law pretty easily Mm -hmm. you know so Again, that's another myth that is debunked. Just because if you had that technology, if you had the ability to do that,
1: you cannot tell me that they wouldn't do it. Oh yeah, sure for sure. Yeah. Well, we can get into facial recognition and the (laughs) makeup artists. (laughs) That's a a a topic
2: for another. That's That's another rabbit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think there's. uh, I mean, there are definitely still a lot of holes out there. And there are a lot of cameras that don't work very well they're working all the time they aren't maintained well and you think about i mean specifically on the cryptids where do you see them in not the a middle of city. the forest yeah not the city you know yeah like you know sitting out at lake Desmet. something you're not always in a place that has cameras or in a place that i have my camera i mean i'm one of those that And this is where Madison and I were kind of on opposite ends. Her screen time's like 16 hours a day. Mine's like two. But we could be probably pretty wealthy with our new French Bulldog if we lived on our phones filming her and all the crazy funny stuff she does. I've seen like French Bulldog. You could be. Yeah. We don't have any of the fun videos because we're just in the moment enjoying it. Mm
2: -hmm. See, but that's the thing. I think there's both. Because like if I go to a concert and I have my phone out, I'm enjoying the moment 100%. And if I'm videoing or taking a picture, it doesn't I think decrease or make it less valuable because I it all depends on how you are going at it, I guess, and like what your intentions are.
1: If you're experiencing it through the phone screen while it's happening right yeah. now, that's maybe a little different. Or
2: like if you don't if you're like this the entire time, yeah. you're going to lose the like the moment. But if you put your phone down or do something like no one's on their phone 24 hours a day like if you think about it if you are props (laughs) Uh, but but i also think just like that's not realistic like people still have those experiences even though they can be on their phone or on something but i just i think that there can be both i know i've been able to do both and i haven't thought the experience was any lesser. Like, I just, I still think it's worth it. And I still stayed in the moment. Yeah. Yes.
1: I've just, I've seen things before and either it's there and then it's gone. And I'm like, oh, I should have taken a picture of that. Or I'll be like, Ooh. oh, I don't have my fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It seems like that's always the way that it goes. But see, we take a legend like Loch Ness Monster. Okay. We know
0: where she's at. Mm-hmm. And, and she's not crawling out and going to another lock. She's she's right there. So you can't tell me that there's not individuals sitting on that shore 24 hours a day, seven days a week, even if they do it in shifts. Uh, there's individuals watching this? Uh,
2: My best friend who I said was in London, um, they went to the lake, and they have a swimming thing, so she got to go in the lake and swim. And I texted her, I was like, did you see her? And she's like, <laughs> nope. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so what's the benefit of that? Though? Well, I'll tell you. Nessie has been big bucks for oh, the yeah. towns and the communities around it.
2: That's like the majority, I think, of all of it. Like, every conspiracy has money that goes.
1: Yeah, the Area 51. Oh, man. Yeah. At Port the Oswell. Yeah. The Jackalope needs to be built up more.
2: And so so they're, I, they're
1: everywhere now. I mean, like, Wall, South Dakota. Go to Wall Drive. Oh, yeah, Everywhere yeah. across South Dakota. It's a Western thing now that, hmm Neatly started well. in Douglas Wild. <laughs> and, you know, you really think about it. The fact of the matter is
0: uh, the Dakotas could definitely share the jackalopes. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, Jack not That would roam. They don't know where the state line is. Yeah, right. <laughs> they would definitely <laughs> they roam that way. <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: and the thunderstorms. <laughs> <laughs> That's a farty.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I think, uh, you know, the mystery of it all, uh, and not only does it pay the bills for some communities, which I completely support, by the way, you have a haunted hotel in your town play it up mm-hmm. you know do what you can to earn money uh for your community however that is and if that's all you've got then really play it up uh you know get somebody like Aaron an ad executive if can go out and really play that thing up <laughs> you know because it's beneficial um I don't think there are really any cryptids or legends uh, of cryptids that you can look at and say are detrimental to a community in any way. So again, you know, we think about the mystery of it. What are we selling? We're selling the mystery. You know, I'm I'm not gonna sell a, a a jackalope if I ever caught one alive, you know? Yeah, you I guess you could, but you're not gonna do that. It's a wild animal. And it would take away that mystique, you know, if someone's like, oh, well, that jackalope's got this, or that, Jackrabbit has this virus. Wash your hands. Then it becomes something that's not so fun, you know. Now it's like uh, uh, if we find out that Bigfoot's nothing but an individual with a very severe disease, or, or, or As- he'd be very hairy, like <laughs> <the> or, David <laughs> Aslan. <laughs> As- yeah. That then then it, it <laughs> removes the mystery, and and we've lost it, right? Then then it just becomes well, then it just becomes what it really is, and the mystery is gone. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well. I think we'll keep the mysteries alive. I hope
0: so. Or a lot of them. I hope so.
2: No and pun I, intended.
1: <laughs> and I hope this
0: podcast, uh, you know, really has the ability to dive into some of these mysteries. And once again, I don't want to poo-poo anyone's beliefs, and I, I don't want to make fun of them. But if I don't share them.
1: You know, no, you don't have that. to share. And that's, I think that's where we get along so well is a lot of the crazy that I talk about, you're like, "Oh, come on!" Well, Will you let me talk about it. Yeah, and at the same time, I'm still kind of learning something cool about a mystery, That's you right.
0: know? Because it, while there are the stories out there that that I might not believe, there are the ones mm-hmm. that I believe with every ounce of my being. You know, Travis Walker, I believe his story. Uh, Bible Lazar. Yeah, Travis Walt. Travis Walton. Excuse me, I believe his story. Uh, and, and Bob Lazar, I believe his. And and these stories, just like all stories, I think, still need to go on and, and be talked about and analyzed. And we're no one sitting on this panel as a scientist. We're laymen just like everybody else. And I, I had to think- lead one on stage.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. I believe
1: <laughs> uh,
0: but, uh, yeah, that's kind of the intent with uh, the podcast and the intent for the team. It's
1: it is going to be fun. Last word. I hope you enjoyed it. There's much more to come on a myriad of topics, and I'm excited to get to all of them.
0: We want to thank you for joining Jackalopes Explore.